0: All right. Ready? Ready. All right, folks. Welcome to this one time. Today, I'm joined uh, by a very good friend of mine. He, um, at the moment, does a lot of uh, DJing gigs. As you say that's primarily your, your gig? That's it. Yeah. Um, used, to, used to do uh, Amazon selling, used to be in the Navy, used to work at freaking bars and venues.
1: I had eighty 86- six Seven to eighty-nine jobs before I became a DJ.
0: So. <laughs> Pull that up closer to you. Um, and one of the things that was w- hilarious to me when when you started DJing was um, I've never made so much money playing music until I started playing other people's music. That's because exactly right. you you were I mean you're a singer songwriter you'd you'd play your own uh, music you 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 played in bands and you would play gigs and play and play and play and then next thing you know you're hitting play on on a you know disc jockey a cdj or whatever and now the money's just flowing
1: so when i first started i had not even cdj's I had two cd players and a mixer and just a book of cds and yeah. if i didn't have your song i didn't have your song <laughs> and i was literally just push and play let the song play i've progressed since then i've learned how to mix. And mix and key and mix and beat and so yeah. i can keep the songs flowing and flowing all night long
0: yeah i've seen you 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 were taking courses with um with some some djs that i know um i think dj action mm-hmm. was one um he's I, a little
1: pricey but he's awesome <laughs> oh,
2: he's fucking legit <laughs> there's man. a reason he's pricey
0: yeah yeah so you you have definitely not just hey i'm gonna hit play and let's go you've um you know, taking the time and invested in, in learning the craft itself. Yeah, which is awesome.
1: Even YouTube is great tutorials. You oh, know.
0: YouTube is great for everything. I that's my first bastion of freaking anything I need to find out. That's exactly where I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy. By the way, my guest today is Damian Barber. <laughs> A little late on the intro, um, but DJ no. DJ Beloved.
1: DJ Beloved. Is that is that your uh... That's my DJ name. Yeah. <laughs> my company is Beloved Entertainment. So.
0: Okay, okay. I see it. I see your um you know, I, I say what every every weekend you got at least one or two gigs going,
1: right? It's summertime right now, so it's slow. Yeah. But once we hit October again, it's nonstop.
0: Yeah, and it's fun and, and being a a wedding DJ, um, you you're exposed to a lot of different music and cultures because you don't know who's who's approaching you to do their wedding. You don't know what their background is. Oh, yeah, that could be anybody. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've awesome. seen that. I've seen just like, I mean, you know, the full gamut of cultures and what, what's your world uh, playlist sound like?
1: It's just too all over the place to explain. Like, it's you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get requested, even from like, say, like a black family. All of a sudden they might like country. Yeah, and you didn't, you didn't expect that. Y'all left those CDs at home. But like this one guy was—he was a trucker. He hung out with mostly truckers, and yeah. So they listened to mostly country, ah. And so he loved country, and I just was like, "This is odd for me, but okay." Yeah, let's you know, roll. I'll Play whatever you guys want. You're paying me. That's how. <laughs> that's how
0: I felt being a Mexican at that at the show I went to the other night. It was like a bluegrass country, like fiddle, banjo. Yeah, I stuff. thought it was kind of odd that you liked it. <laughs> oh, I love that shit, man. I, I love. I do too. It's I cool. just love that that sad music that authentic authentic sad music um i was just thinking i was like why do i love that music and you know not to say that I, I i had it easy growing up but i i think i've had a fairly good childhood and to see somebody you know express that in in song and just kind of like lay it out there and i'm just like whoa like
1: wash over me man well and then to see some of the musicianship that's involved in playing those type of instruments that's different than what we're used to. Like, yeah. you know, mainstream music is not like that. Yeah. I guess more day- nowadays it seems to be. You know, a lot of Dude. weird, a lot of people like mandolins and stuff in their in their music. It was never there in the 80s, 90s.
0: Oh, yeah, as long as it's got like a poppy backbeat, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll kind of take anything at this point. But I think it's gotten to the point where, yeah, the the taste of, peop- of people's music... Is a lot more um, broad than yeah, it used to be. A little eclectic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that's why you'll see me at a bluegrass group, and that's yeah. why you'll see you'll get you'll you'll play to a uh, you know a, a black um, wedding group, and they're wanting country.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, old town roads like a crossover.
2: That that's you know. right.
1: I, well, I hate the song already. Um,
0: <laughs> I had to say that and. What, what was the other one? Despacito. Despacito. Yeah. Uh, I probably listened to Despacito like two or three separate times on accident. And the other Old Town Road, I think I've maybe listened to like two times, like just like clips just yeah. from seeing it because you can't avoid it. Yeah. But it's not something I sought after. But I can see why those songs are catchy. Like I had that conversation today with somebody. And it's like, listen, it's pop music. It's there's a formula. There's a formula. You want to make money, you want to become famous. Here's your formula. Yeah, exactly. Let's roll. And that's the whole point of
1: pop music. And you keep it short enough for people's attention span to handle. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why people don't like fish. <laughs> because it's a twenty five <laughs> minute intro into a twelve minute solo, into yeah. a, then they go into another song halfway through, then they go back to the other song and you don't really know what like it is. Yeah. Well, it's not ad. They're all they, they. You have to not have ad to, AD to listen to that. It goes forever.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, because you, you have to be paying attention. Like,
1: if I drive in the car with my wife, she's changing stations or changing songs like, halfway through every song.
0: Oh, uh, that would annoy me. And so I would jump
1: right out. It, I'm like, can we just listen to the album even? Like yeah. The whole album, and she's she can't do it. No. But so and so she can't handle fish. She yeah. can't handle any like jam band type stuff at all. <laughs> even if it's rocking. I'm like, this is great. She's like, yeah, that part's kind of cool. Yeah. She's just looking, looking for the she hook. Know. She's looking for something. But she like, grew up yeah. mostly on punk, which is two minutes. Oh, songs, yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: punk, it was like, we're going to play this poorly and we're going to play
1: it fast. In two minutes, every song, two minutes, two minutes. Like, yeah. Sometimes less. Like, I think it was No Effects, or someone had a song that was just called I Like Short Songs, <laughs> and it was literally like 12 seconds long. <laughs> and I think the only lyric is I Like Short Songs. Dumb. <laughs> So that's the like I think that's where her attention span came from.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty funny to watch. <laughs> it's it has to be funny and like kind of take you back because you know I, I obviously you can't expect everybody to look at something the way you do and and I do and I I'm just guilty of that all the time where I'm just like well I would see it this way. And then
1: other people are just like, no. Like But I, as musicians ourselves, yeah, we really are very critical about what we listen to. Yeah. Whereas most people don't care. Like I know half the people I, I interview before their wedding, and I'm like, you know, what kind of music you guys want? And they're like, We don't know. <laughs> no way. Favorite band. I don't know. F- you don't have one favorite band, <laughs> one favorite artist, favorite song. And they're just like, uh, whatever, whatever's on the radio on. is fine. Yeah, and I'm like, so you want me just playing top forty? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, then what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want?
0: Oh, dude, I would have a list for you. Like, I would be like this, 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 and this. Oh yeah. Yeah, like if I had, if I threw like a big party like that, it would, I would definitely have a live band and a DJ, and just plenty of liquor and uh, good food. And that's about it. I don't care about anything
1: else. So when, <laughs> like, when Abby said yes to when I asked her to marry me, yeah. I went home and that night I had a seven-hour playlist ready. To go oh myself. my god. Yeah, you, so you then, would. the DJ that we had hired—he's the one of the ones—he's the guy that trained me, Patrick, and he he trained me to do things like his way, basically. Yeah. And I eventually have taken off and done things differently, but I took a lot of what he taught me and, and ran with it. Yeah. And you know, changed it into what I thought would work better for me. Which you um, would have to. And yeah. so by the time I got married, I already had done I think two weddings, mm-hmm. and I realized real quick. I'm like, all right, all the punk and metal has to go.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't tell I mean, me that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to. I've done it. At weddings so, you know, I did a St. Patrick's Day <laughs> wedding That was A morning wedding I showed up at 8am To set up The bride and groom Were already just shit faced Yes They had been drinking all night They were um, what, I think he used to be a roadie For like Authority Zero Or something Okay So he yeah. was big into punk And like Irish type music Yeah And so it was all Irish And punk music all day The They were so loaded The crowd kind of got upset And left so it was down to the end of it, like, two hours left to go. There was only four people left. It was the bride and groom and, like, the best man and maid of honor. The groom is just trash doing this punk dance all over the place. Yeah. Then stumbling, like, 30 feet sideways, crashes into a wall. Like, would just act like he was holding up the wall. And then I look over and the bride's, like, sucking cherries off the bartender's fingers. I'm like, what is going <laughs> on, dude? And then we ended up, the security ended up having to cut them off at their own wedding. Oh, and then they said what? they were heading to a punk show after that. And I was like, no, are not going to let you guys in. Like yeah. you are trashed. Sloshed. So you can play punk at your wedding. It just <laughs> may not, it may work out like that. As long as I mean, that's what you're four looking people for left. as a drunken shit show.
0: Yeah. That's what you're going to get. That's fucking <laughs> too great, man. Um, so I could imagine that you probably get hit on a lot being at a wedding. You know, everybody's hormones are going off the chain. Cause there's two people in love and
1: they're seeing that. And then you're playing all the right songs So, not in a while. Uh And I think that's my age showing. Okay. Um, But yeah, when I first started, yeah, a little more. And that was really only nine years ago. Yeah. I had a girl come in with like a see through dress and she was smoking good looking. Yeah. But she was just like, you know, if you play your cards right, you're getting some tonight. And I was like, by play my cards right, do you mean just like play songs that you want to hear in some random order and I have to guess? Yeah. Right. She's like, kind of. And I was like, get out of (laughs) here. Just get out of here. Then I started <laughs> hitting on the best man. He shot her down. Then I started crying out in the hallway, and I started laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. She introduced herself to me by saying, I'm from California. And I was like, cool, so am I.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, people do that, right? People, especially in Arizona, because we're, we're in Arizona. People will say that.
1: I got hit on more in bands. Like, I would walk off stage for my band. Yeah. I, I had one girl, same type of thing, but she walked up right up to me. Just, I work at like Girls and just started kissing me. And I was like, cool, what's your name? And then her brother's like in the background. He's like, please don't take her home tonight. Please don't take her home tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. And I was like, don't worry, I'm not gunning. And I looked at my drummer. And I was like, you take her home. <laughs> <laughs> Banging enough drums. Yeah, well, i a girl that forward. I don't know where she's been. That's true, right? I'm always been a little frightened about that stuff.
0: Rightfully so, sir. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, you've seen some shit. I'm sure you well,
1: have. Like, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't want herpes. <laughs> You know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. That's what I hear. <laughs> that's what I hear. I mean, at least you can only get it once, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn, that's true. But then you get like one A, one
1: B, one yeah, C. You, you don't need any of that. <laughs> oh so, yeah. I try to. I always try to play it nice like that.
0: Yeah. Um, damn man. So so tell me. I want to hear a little bit about your your Navy days. What was that like?
1: Navy days was pretty crazy. It's it's like being in a fraternity. Yeah except for money's just there. Like you're living on base. Everything's just given to you. Yeah. You got food, you got healthcare, you have everything. And then they still give you money. (laughs) And so it's just free money. You just go out and party. Yeah. You know? And like, I'm I'm sure not everyone did that, (laughs) but (laughs) Uh, the groups I tend to fall into. Yeah.
0: I think, I mean, my my lady likes to watch a lot of bar rescue and they always try to emphasize, we're right next to a Marine base or right next to an army base mm -hmm. or a Navy base. And it's like,
1: I mean, they got free money. They're just partying. Like yeah. They, you know. and well, they're all young and shit. Especially, if, I would think even more so if you were at war. Yeah. And you, know, you happened to get leave or something. You were going to tear it up because yeah. tomorrow could be your last day. Especially yeah. like for a Marine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was Navy. I was in, there was no war. It was not wartime. It was just after Desert Storm, right before Desert Shield.
0: Oh, you yeah, had the good of it. The, the so Clinton days, huh?
1: Yeah. And I had, and I mean, I just basically hung out in Tijuana a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Any, ay, know, I ay, worked the night. I gotta show. ask this
0: question. My audience is gonna be upset. You're in TJ. Did you see any shows?
1: No. All right, maybe maybe I did walk into one and I left. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's pretty wrong <laughs> for both the animal and the person involved. Whoa! <laughs> what's going on here?
0: I'm saying I'm just a regular burlesque. There's show. a lot of
1: crazy stuff that goes on in Tijuana. But yeah, I, I pretty much just went to clubs. Like What's you know, TJ has a name, right? A Isn't that like or? the asshole of the world or something like that? What's it called? I don't know. I'd say the armpit <laughs> of the world. I think New Jersey would be the other armpit. Oh my God,
0: Jersey folks! I apologize for my uh, uh, guess here uh, sentiments. He uh, doesn't mean it. No, he does. <laughs> I've
1: never been. I have no way to even tell you whether or not it would be. I've actually seen pictures. It looks pretty nice.
0: Yeah, well, it's known as the Garden State, but yeah,
1: nonetheless, I think maybe like what is it, Newark? They call it Seward. Ooh, maybe that's the bad spot. Yeah, I guess so. There's, there's, that, there's that in every city, I think. In every yeah, well, people, in every kind, people
0: every from state. that area too, though. But they'll they'll ref, they'll say that they're from New York. <laughs> they will. They'll
1: like it's probably more prestigious.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like somebody introducing you, introducing themselves to you, and saying, "I'm from California," because now all of a sudden you're supposed to see them in a different light.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's all that is, and and really, you were just happened to be born somewhere. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it, it doesn't make you any cooler. You popped you know? out of your mama's vagina in a certain happen to be patch in of earth, freaking San Diego. You know, <laughs> San Diego is pretty nice. It where were you? Where were you uh, stationed though? In, in San Diego. Uh, in San Diego, so you would go to a TJ, right? I did boot camp in Chicago, at Great Lakes, or they call it Great Mistakes, <laughs> and then I did. Uh, uh, then I went to a school down in Mississippi which was a whole nother world. Why? I've never been to the South. I had never been to the South. So and like
0: humidity wise or just like beyond humidity, is
1: culture. Like it is, there is parts of that area that are, you stepped right back into the fifties. Yeah. You know, the stars and bars everywhere. Yeah. And just rednecky, rednecky. Like you go to Walmart. When I got off the plane, it's what is the place I was at was called Meridian. Uh-huh. It's this little tiny town. It's one terminal for everything Like PV's there PV amps Oh no, shit so They shit. make PV out of there So they have their own terminal And then the other terminal Is United, Continental Like everybody One guy kind of runs it all He's also the Avis rent car guy And the Hertz guy <laughs> And he's an old guy And I was just like You know This looks really pretty As you flew in Because we came in Like a little puddle jumper From Tennessee Which was pretty fun To watch all the Marines Just white-knuckled Freaking yeah. out As like you'd hit a you know, pocket of air mm-hmm. And just drop down and I already knew to expect it. Yeah. But it's just like, these guys are like tough Marines. like about to go into battle. I'm just laughing. <laughs> and they're all scared to death. And I was like, you guys are supposed to be tough. What's going on? So then you get in there and I'm like, "How? Uh, this looks beautiful. Because if you fly over, it's lakes and rivers and beautiful rolling hills and green. And I was like, what is there to do? And the guy goes, well, we got a Walmart.
2: Yeah. Oh, I shit. Like,
1: oh, God damn it. Where did I show up at? <laughs> <laughs> in my city, we have 40 yeah you know when
0: every two square miles
1: i mean there was guys in there that i would talk to from small towns and like yeah we we just got a stop sign yeah. like wow you're proud of that as a town Oh, that's crazy yeah all i've lived in the cities oh really you know? like no, I, I kind i'm of, from a
0: town where they just got a stop sign that's it
1: yeah i know where you're from And but I, like, same when i like northern california when when i lived with my grandfather we were in um forestville and that was pretty rural but we still had more than one stop sign you know, yeah we had stop lights and you know, we, I don't know. We didn't have to drive 20 miles to the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> you know, like Meridian's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. There's spots where they're like, you can't go there because there's skinhead boot camps training for the race wars. Like, don't go over there. Oh, preppers. And then there's, um, you know, other side of the town where the black people are training to fight them. <laughs> and you're just like, man, I can't believe this is going on. And that's the first place I saw a KKK march. Yeah. Which was insane to me because I didn't think that still. And really what year
0: was this? Ninety.
1: 2000 maybe right around 2000, 2000 99 yeah so yeah just crazy i was getting a tattoo and the tattoo shop guys were cool so we hung out with them a lot we just go in there and yeah. hang out and they didn't care even if we weren't getting tats yeah and then um we saw that happening and he's just like i was like what is the commotion and he goes go outside let's go see he's like they're marching again and i was like who who's and they? I see it and i'm like oh my god this is serious. All right, I read about this drunk. encyclopedias. Oh, here we I go. I got a bottle of vodka deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Mississippi, they will tattoo you with a bottle of vodka deep. Yeah. Um, So I was at a Chinese restaurant, and we were just like, "Um, oh, you're the dragon. Let's go get tattoos. You know, that's military lifestyle. Just whatever you can do. Like, let's go. Live for today. Yeah. And so we we ran down there, got tattoos. Halfway through, he's just like, I'll, see, I'll hear all that. I go outside. And they're just marching. There's skinheads. There's... Ku Klux Klan, I was just like, holy crap. And Damn. then I was mad, yeah. and I got mad, so I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna try to fight him. <laughs> and so I stood up to the front, I went up to the, like, the edge of this curb, and I'm like, the little skinhead guy's walking by, and I'm like, you know, I'm Mexican. And they're like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I'm Catholic, <laughs> and I'm not really even that Mexican. <laughs> I don't speak a lick of Spanish, <laughs> and I'm not that, I'm really not Catholic anymore. So, you know, but it was just for like, just to be combative. Yeah. And they got mad and I'm like, line them up, line them up, let's go. And a yeah. cop walks up and he's like, are you crazy boy? And I was like, yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> he's I like, know. get your ass inside. So the tattoo guys drove me back inside. Then they let us go upstairs though. And the guy upstairs owned like a toy company that sold like vintage toys, but he had a whole bunch of stuff. They had like duplicates of or whatever. Yeah. So we were just lighting it on fire and throwing it at him, <laughs> Like just having a good old time. <laughs> then finally the cop was like, no more fire. Yeah. You know, and we're just like, all right, whatever. Just went back to the tattoo. but And even the guy was like, maybe we shouldn't do this because they're going to come burn my place to the ground.
0: Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll make a mental note of that. Mm-hmm.
1: So what tattoo did you get? You're the dragon, the stupid dragon. Hey. I hate it. Does it still look like a dragon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for now. It'll be covered up soon enough. Yeah? What are you getting? I don't know yet. No? I don't know. I'll probably go see your boy, though. Yeah, Adam? Yeah. If I can't afford my, I got a buddy who owns uh, Sullen. Okay And they're out in, in LA now But they have a big art collective And their tattoos are fantastic Of course But I'm sure they're ah. A little out of my price range probably So Yeah man You you pay for that quality And especially It's it's eternal mm-hmm. <laughs> You know <laughs> He gave me this first one On this arm And that was just like His second tattoo So it's pretty oh It's pretty bad Yeah Compared to what he can do now I'm like man I think Yeah But I only paid him in Like guitar magazines <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah <laughs> He just like you're pulling out pages or like no, full he magazines? Won, like a ma- like <laughs> like, whole stack of them that he wanted to learn how to play guitar. So I gave him, you know, a stack of magazines. <laughs> and I think I gave him like a lesson. Yeah. And I'm sure he didn't stick with it. <laughs> he does triathlons now. He's probably too busy with that. Plus oh, running shit. a giant company. Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty crazy to watch some of your high school friends grow yeah, up. Yeah. You're just, saying like, it's uh, Sullen? Sullen, yeah. No oh, shit, dude. Yeah. So they just, they hired like, the guy that did, um, oh, man was it metal militia I it sounds it about right because they hired the main guy that was like their main um advertising guy to kind of take over for them and try to rebrand them a little bit and but he's already got so much they got a ufc gym inside the inside of his studio like art collective he's got all kinds of stuff going on it's pretty oh, amazing man, that's awesome i don't get to see him much at all but like you know he's he's killing it which is cool and they're in la Yep, he's out like out of Huntington Beach, I think. Yeah, they
0: they they uh I would assume it's like all that metal militia, like all that they sponsored a bunch of like dirt bike and BMX and like just extreme sport. That's pretty right? much what Sullen is too. Mostly dirt bikes I think was yeah. what they
1: started with, but yeah, I I'm, I'm sure he's going to branch out more. Like
0: Yeah, well any any like not good businessmen, but just anybody with, with that
1: passion and drive, yeah, they'll, they'll seek any opportunity. Yeah, I got another buddy, like, from high school. I never, never would have expected in my life, just having known him in high school the way he was. And all of a sudden, now he's, like, you know, multimillionaire construction company. Yeah. And I was like, man, how? Like, I didn't. <laughs> you had a rat tail when I met you. you know, like, like <laughs> he punk, probably, punk he probably
0: saved it, dude. It's in the first drawer on the right. Probably rubs it anytime he it's got sp- it in a case. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to making a big decision, he's all <sighs> uh, all right. It's right next to his first dollar
1: made. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess. First dollar in the year is 1969 or something.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see people like from my school. Like I got a, even a friend, this girl, uh, Lindsay, who's a fantastic DJ. I didn't even know that about her back then, mm-hmm. um, and now she's up in New York, like kicking butt. She's she's taking a step back because she's got kids now, and she's having trouble, you know, balancing the kid life with. It's especially tough, Especially trying man. to be like a, a popular club. Like she was opening for big name people, like Solange, yeah. and oh shit, like she was she was killing it. And then it sounds like she's about to take a step back.
0: Yeah, it's tough, man, to be a good parent. It's tough. Like that's why um, I definitely. I don't look down on stay-at-home parents um and people that you know get the hat the household in line so the their spouse can continue their career and it's like that's so when like somebody complains about like you know usually it's like oh the woman gets half the the woman got half of everything i made it's like she gave you the opportunity to do that because she made you half of what you were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you had the time to stay away from the house because the house was being handled. Yeah. So pay your fucking dues. Like it's, it's huge, man. Like, and you know, I've experienced it to an extent where, where, you know, my wife has gotten a, a new job within this year and she's traveled a lot. And, I'm at home with the kids, and I'm like having so I'll drop them off at daycare or school, go to work, pick them up afterwards, come home, dinner, homework, bath time. Next thing you know, the day's fucking gone. And I'm just like, daddy, and
1: like, like, like putting like newspaper over the pew. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly, man. Damn you, Scuba Steve. <laughs> yeah. I fucking used to love that movie, dude. I mean,
1: I still do. Come on. I quote that movie constantly.
0: Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking like Rob Schneider and the class I mean, you know, his classic, what the five guys he had in like every movie.
1: Yeah, did do you know did you know her his, his daughter is that chick Ellie King? X's and O's song. Whose daughter? It? It's Rob Schneider
0: Rob Schneider, is, his daughter's Ella Ella King. Ellie King, I think. She's right. a little thicker, right? She's like yeah, a Yeah, the X's and O
1: song is like her big hit, right? It was Really? Like She's got pipes. Man. I might be wrong, but that's what my wife just told me, so it's on you, Abby, if I'm wrong. <laughs> She's got pipes. Mm-hmm. Damn, um, that's awesome.
0: Mm, tequila. Yeah, what you got there? What, what's it? um It's George Clooney's tequila. Oh no, shit! I stole it from him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you broke in? Mm-hmm. You broke in when he was on one of his raids in Ocean's freaking twenty three. Yeah. Um, George Clooney's tequila, huh? Where is um? Tasty. So you are you more into tequila than anything else these days? Yeah, I don't really drink anything else besides water. Oh no shit! So this is a special occasion. We'll I have honored. milk.
1: Sometimes I like milk after dinner. Goat milk, almond milk, just regular milk, one percent. Is your wife still breastfeeding? I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> no I'm kidding. Oh, uh, because they were nice and plump then.
1: <laughs> Dude, they're always plump.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, good going, Abby. She was
1: she was born ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> she has big ideas oh okay very very low hanging earlobes (laughs) (laughs) oh she'll love this (laughs) she's not watching she'll be pissed
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we're not we're not streaming I,
1: i am recording but you don't no have to shit. cut anything out. Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't cut shit out. <laughs> no, one, no, no one. My mom already warned me today when I posted that I was going to be on this. And yeah. she's just like, she called Abby and she's like, you tell him to watch his mouth and you tell him. Oh, she thinks you're going to talk shit about it. I was like, man, I should just roast my mom. This no, no, Your time.
0: mom's interesting. I've heard the stories, but, <laughs> I'm, you know, she still she still managed to get you to where you are now or to get you to the point where then you worked on yourself to get you where you are now. But
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't say my, my parents gave me a good childhood. Yeah. You know, I had a good time. Yeah. That's we all had our stupid teenage problems and whatever, but you know, just yeah. Arguments with our parents and thinking that we're no more than they do. And yeah, you know, and I, I thought that even at 25 and then even at 28, I was like, I still don't know anything. And then I hit 30 and I was like, I need to grow up. You know, like we say, they say we're adults at 18. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like an adult until I was at least 30. And I really was like, yeah, really. That's when at 30 was, um, I wasn't even really adult yet. I was like, I should think about being an adult now. Yeah. <laughs> and then 32, I was like, all right, 32 is right about when I was probably right about when I asked Abby to marry me. And I was like, I need to make something out of my life. You yeah. Know? Like, I can't just live the party and and just be crazy all the time. Like, yeah, you
0: know? I, I, I felt the same way. I was like 29, 30 When I was like, okay, like I'm doing the responsible thing now, like that's it. Like, so for somebody to be considered an adult at 18,
1: man, kinda. I mean, I maybe knew three people who were probably an adult at 18 that really like lived the part. Yeah, but then don't those most of those people fall apart like later on, where they're Uh, like, quite (laughs) a few of them, quite (laughs) a few of them did.
0: Yeah, they fall apart later on where they're just like. You know the, the weight of of the image that they've tried to maintain kind of gets to them.
1: Yeah. So you see him like after high school, and like oh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, and then you see him like five years later from at nowhere, out of nowhere, at some random party at in college, and they're like, he's a disaster. Yeah. You know he's he's on meth or whatever. <laughs> like what the heck happened it's to the him? Pressure.
0: Yeah. Well, meth, Adderall,
1: was the difference? Any of it. Heroin. <laughs> like I've seen all kinds of. You know, I've had friends die. I've had friends. I got friends that are in prison. One friend, he wasn't really, a, he was, I mean, he was a friend in high school, but he's in prison. He used to show up at my house and just be like, can I just walk up to the door with like a needle in my arm and ask your dad, can I take your daughter to dinner? <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, I like You can if you want to die. Like, animal style? If you want to die. Wait, what did your dad do? So my dad is a chemist and a geologist okay so he for a long time he owned so he, he was a geologist. crack dealer <laughs> <laughs> could have been is that, is that yeah i'm saying that breaking bad style, he's probably right? smart breaking enough to do that but he's a boy scout <laughs> as far as stuff like that goes he would never do that good yeah he good. He, he, he has a drink once in a while he's when he wants to let loose, yeah, he'll
0: say "shucks" and <laughs> yeah,
1: literally like the, I I didn't hear him swear till he cut off part of his finger, <laughs> and even then it and was then like all goes, fiddlesticks. Damn it! <laughs> and Shut even up. in my head, I think I was probably nine or ten, and I was yeah. like, we were in the garage in Colorado. He was working on the minivan, and then he just I was like, that's all you got. <laughs> I would have lost it. You're bleeding everywhere. Yeah, you lost the tip. Mm-hmm. Just the tip. He was able to get it put back on, I guess, or something. But, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <It was pretty> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> What's he doing now, or is he still around? He's still around. He's up in Utah. Okay. And he owns uh, another environmental drilling company. Uh, he basically tests. He's as a geology company, so he tests while people drill for oil. Yeah. And just tells them, like, you know, what where the rock they're heading through is, so what, when they change the bit, when they've hit oil, or when they've hit whatever they're drilling for, natural gas or whatever. I would think so. I don't know. (laughs) I don't ask him about finances. We don't talk about that stuff. That's a good move. You know, like the way I see it is like, if he gives me something when he passes away, awesome. Yeah. But I'm capable of making my own thing. Bang. And so I'm off trying to make my own thing. Like I'm not, I'm not going to rely on what he might do. Yeah. Or what might happen. Maybe he gets super sick and all that money has to get taken to take care of him. Mm -hmm. I'd rather see my dad live. Then get a dollar. I don't care. The only thing I want is his Taylor. What's he got? He's got like a seven fourteen, I think. Acroustic. Mm. It's pretty nice. nice. I would take that. He also has one of those um Taylor the T fives. Oh. I would take the Taylors.
2: Fuck yeah. I could care
1: less about anything else. Like, I really don't care. My brother can have the cars. Whatever He's got like a Volvo, an old Volvo, which I think is just the <laughs> lamest sports car you could buy. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> He's got like a Volvo, a 60-something Volvo Sport Wagon.
0: Okay. Does it got like the brown sides and everything?
1: No, it's 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 all white. Yeah. He wanted like the English racing green. He grew up in France and England when he was young. His dad was military also. So okay. he was used to seeing those types of cars, and he really liked that one for some yeah. reason. I'm like, of all the sports cars. Hey. Like, I mean, everyone's got their own thing, but like there's, you know, fastback Mustangs and Camaros and Vets and there's so many other cool cars. I've been watching comedians and cars getting coffee. Such a good show. Yeah. And so many like cool cars he drives. Yeah. That I'm like, even that little cheese ball Volvo that he drove the other night and the one I watched, I'm like, that's cooler than the one you got. Why did you get that one? (laughs) And I drove it once. I don't think he knows I drove it, but I drove it once (laughs) and I was like, this is it. Yeah. Where's the, where's the balls oh, to it? No, Who knows,
0: man? Maybe he touches his first boob in the freaking backseat of that could car. He could That's be. That's probably what know. it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully, like, 20 boobs. <laughs> 20
0: <laughs> At least 21 before you met your mom.
1: Yeah. I don't know. They were pretty young. I think they were 19 when they had me. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, 19. So were, were they living overseas? or No,
1: he was already back. He, he had been back for probably a while because he went to. High school in San Francisco, met Frisco. my mom up in San Francisco, in Santa Rosa, and then the, they moved to San Diego and had me. Are you but, an only child? No, I got brother and a sister, and then we have kind of like an adopted brother as well. Uh huh. Um, he doesn't talk to us much, but
2: Ooh.
1: if you're listening, that's your fault. Right?
0: Hey, that's <laughs> your fault, mysterious. We love you. Call us, mysterious half barber. <laughs> Um,
1: he's he's r- ripped too. Is he? Oh yeah, he beats the crap out of me for saying that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he knows it. Hey, he's got a little bit of that roid
1: rage. Road, road, road. I don't know if he's roided or not, but he's huge, <laughs> enormous. He would throw me across the world.
0: <laughs> um, so, are you plan to play any shows, getting back into it
1: at all? Or I want to so bad. Really tied up. I'm so. It just. I would DJ Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights pretty much every week, sometimes Mondays, random Wednesdays, Thursdays. So, I mean, I have weddings sometimes where I'm like nine in a row, you know, like a Friday night or Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday, morning, Sunday night, Monday. Oh, that's right. People get married and in then the off on too, Tuesday huh? and then to do customer service, build my weddings for the next week and back at it on Wednesday. So it's, you feel like it's just, there's no end in sight. You can't see your hand in front of your face and then you get the paycheck. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's why I do this. <laughs> <laughs> that helps a lot. Yeah. You know, and so that's the fun of it. I want to be in a band again so bad. Yeah. It will happen one day. Even if I'm 75 and it's just a stupid jazz band, you know? <laughs> stupid jazz band. <laughs> <laughs> like just playing like local Sunday brunch at some hotel. I don't care. Yeah. It Just something. But I want to more get back into songwriting and I still write lyrics. I don't write music as much because I don't have time to play my guitar as much. Yeah. But I own—I still own, you know, I had a custom-made Telecaster um, from a guy who owned a place called Riddell Guitars. Um, he recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, really sad. It was really fast. Mm-hmm. But he's a fantastic guitar builder. He used to work for Fender Custom Shop. He mm-hmm. made me a really cool custom guitar to my specs that, like, everything I wanted. Yeah. And it's a super versatile guitar. So I got that done. I've played it maybe seven or eight times since I've had oh, it in dude. two or three years now. Shit. So it just sits in its case being humidified, um, ready, just waiting for me.
0: Damn. You need it you need to get on there. Um so,
1: when you write when you
0: write um songs, like where do you draw from?
1: Experiences mostly, like, you know? How I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. You know. I probably had um I was like, I was hanging out on my patio the other night. I was trying to DJ and I, I have this like little mini controller. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there on my patio and I tried to make like little mini mixes, like you know, a fifteen minute mix of just this. Just so like if I have to go to the bathroom at a wedding, I can throw something on yeah. and not be worried about the music because I know this is a cool little mix and people will continue to party. Yep. And so I I've been doing a bunch of those, like just in every genre. Yeah. And then um, I was like bored of it. And so I just sat there and I was just feeling like how bored I was of all of it. Like I was just bored of life all of a sudden. And so I wrote a whole song about like how I was bored and no one to talk to. And it's it's really sad. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling that sad. I was bored. But it came out really sad. And I'm like, this would be an awesome country song. (laughs) It's so sad.
0: So slide guitar like Mm -hmm. creepily in the yeah. yeah, I think you need
1: like a pedal steel on that
0: one. Yeah. Pedal steel.
1: But yeah, I just draw from that. If I'm angry. Yeah. You
0: know, but you 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 had in that moment you had to release you had all this pent up energy and yeah so I just go on my ah, phone
1: and find the notes and yeah. I just start writing and I've got like probably fifty songs of lyrics on my just on my notes yeah so once I start to write music again I can put the lyrics to the songs and or probably I'll end up scrapping half of them because half of what I write I'm like this is amazing. And then the next day I read it again. I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> so I was like, a kid wrote it. How much did I drink?
0: <laughs> That's the issue, right? It's all um, alcohol influenced or another substance.
1: Back in the day, it was. like, I'm pretty good now. I drink, but I don't drink. I was drinking a lot, a lot. Last, last year, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've cut that way back. For health reasons i think when did we last hang out was it about a year ago probably i don't know, you know everything blends to together it's so weird because i'll say that and then i'll talk to abby and she'll be like no that was three years ago because <laughs> i'll say like something happened last week yeah but like, you know just like the other day and she's like that was a year ago and i'm like oh i don't know and Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to f- i want to say almost a year ago the last time we hung out at those goes right there on yeah Greenfield. that's right
1: yeah Actually, what? that same dude's DJing tonight. I might go over there after this.
0: Yeah. Hey. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I've always. I've always appreciated your your insight because um, I just felt like you were way more experienced in life than I was. You know, being in the Navy and being older than than me. Because um, uh, well, when we met, we got hired on at the same time mm-hmm. at the job, and um, I knew nothing in that in the job I was going into. I I almost felt like I was hired because kind of, of of my personality, like I'm like quick in like in a team environment to kind of like yeah, you're try personable. and take the lead. Yeah, I'm personable and I fucking speak Spanish. Well, you Spanish. faked it well. Yeah, I speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Spanish helps a lot. Yeah, so I felt like that was a little bit of that uh, affirmative action. No, but um, you know, it's, it's who I was in, in like that team, that team um, building, but I definitely learned a lot from you and not necessarily just like in the job itself, but you know, just your insight, the way you would look at things. And when you would have like these snide remarks or just these, you know, quips, like I was just like, oh shit, I've never thought of something like that. Um, and I was actually just the other day um, mentioning to uh, my father in law's friend that and he was asking me how the podcast is going and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of thinking maybe even doing like some stand up. And I pulled up the roast that we did. Oh, of, that, was, uh,
2: that was so good.
0: Eric Schleline, our old manager mm-hmm. and um, what' up, Iraq? such a good fucking time and you know I look back and I was like, I, I know my, my buddy my roommate at the time, my buddy Nacho, uh, who was a funny guy in himself um, you know helped me write a couple of the things because I just left it to like the last you know two days. I wrote most of the jokes on like my lunch break the day of the event, um, but it was so fun to deliver that. And you were the opening roaster, short of you know the 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 host Gus. Yeah. Um, but god damn, man, did you have some fucking killers? And I'm like, man, you know you, you did too. Be- like,
1: like every every single one of us killed it. And here's what was the yeah. kicker: yeah, we all thought about ours. Yeah, we worked hard on ours yep. to make them good. Like I was nervous doing that. Yeah, me too. I don't usually get that nervous in front of a crowd. I'm pretty good yeah. at be getting up on a stage and just being a same, idiot. same. But that night, because we were amongst our peers, and like I was shaking with my paper. I me remember too. That. And you can hear, you can and hear then both. Blair walked up, <laughs> nothing prepared, and also killed. Like that girl is just naturally funny. She should have yeah. been a stand. She should be a stand-up. Yeah, there's so many people that should just be like doing. We it. can do it. Yeah, she can just do it. Like my buddy Artie's the same way Artie just has to have Two drinks And complain about his life And he is hysterical (laughs) Which is kind of What stand-ups do Yeah Claire Was the same I was just like Man how She had nothing prepared She really did not And she was still hysterical Yeah Like I mean, I I got pretty mean. I know that, but it was a roast. <laughs> I was like, we're It was a to. fucking roast. I actually dude. want someone. I want that for my like when I turn fifty. That's what I want: a roast for my birthday. Yeah, I want everyone to tear me. Well, over. let
0: me know, dude, because I I definitely want to want in. We almost did another one um, through my job, but I um they've just gotten really strict lately on on you know being you know involving the company just like most companies are involving the company in you know something that involves our in corporate finally heard a roast
2: or what I don't know <laughs> what
0: happened man uh, but you know like it was like the roast of every poor fuck to work at you know our place of employment and they're like one guy was like maybe you just take off that last bit you know and i'm like oh okay like this uh, big box music store or a retail establishment like you know yeah. like totally you know what we're talking about and then eventually they were like, just scrap the idea. And I'm all, fuck. All right. Like, there goes the morale, yeah. you know.
1: Don't harsh my gig, man. <laughs> but
0: I, I, I you're, you're a fucking great roaster, man. You're a great um, joke writer in the sense. Because I was thinking about it earlier, like when we were starting, too. I was like, I was thinking about that because I had just listened to it. And I was like, I need to bring that up. And, um, I don't, I don't know necessarily if you would be, you know, that kind to like write like this whole story out, but like your quick fucking like jabs to like cut deep in the roast, um, scenario fucking, it, it was, <laughs> <laughs> they were great, man.
1: I've thought about standup too. It's, it's a scary thing. It do. is like Superman. I, I watched my buddies do it. Um, they had like a comedy duo they were trying to do for a while and mm-hmm. they're both in their own right. Very funny guys. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that Their humor Translated well To a whole audience Yeah C- They were a little Slapsticky You know Like walked out on stage And like tripped over each other um, They had some really funny stuff mm-hmm. In there That was great as If you're doing two, You know A two person type Comedy <laughs> act But I don't think the crowd Got it as much as we did Because we see them Doing these things all the time And we realize Their humor is like that Yeah So I, I think that kind of Took them both away from it Like they didn't they used to open for my band a lot. Like I'd let them open for us. Oh shit. We used to, we were like the main band over at this place called O'Malley's. O'Malley's. And it was in downtown uh, Tempe off like lemon and something. It's gone oh. now. I was thinking about O'Malley's in Tucson. Yeah. We called it Shmowmow cause we were always drunk. Shmowmows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shmowmows.
1: And it was fun. Like the, we, we were the head like the main act every Friday and Saturday night or something like that. We were like, you know, we were the head of the bar. And the, the bartender or the owner, his stipulation for us to play where there was that every night once he was drunk, he got to sing some Ozzy Osbourne song. <laughs> so we'd play like, you know, whatever, Sweet Leaf or whatever. Yeah. And he'd come up and sing it, usually drunk and pretty badly. Yeah. But it's funny because we're still friends now,
2: <laughs> like
1: years later.
0: <laughs> Just some random.
1: Yeah. And his bar, it wasn't doing well. I think he was sleeping in the bar, like he had nowhere to go. Oh, like It was, it was failing. Shit but uh you know he was young poorly run <laughs> yeah you know he's doing a lot better now but it was it was a Good. fun a fun time of my life like i just remember some great stories from there you know like random people coming up to us after we were done playing we're gonna you know i'm your manager now <laughs> like, who are you <laughs> you know and like this is one guy in particular i can't remember his name now but we we were. Skip an arm in arm right in front of him <laughs> at the end of the night going back to a party at his house or one of our houses or something we're going to go like back after party and he's right behind us and we're just like because he was missing his teeth and we're just like never trust a man with no front teeth I said never trust a man with no front teeth because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't trust him and he's like dancing with us and we're like we're talking yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is fun. This is good.
0: <laughs> i never heard that phrase. I've heard of mm-hmm. don't trust a man with no ass because his ass has been chewed out too many times yeah, or something good. like that. I no teeth. So. That's too <laughs> funny,
1: man. And he tried, I think at one point, he got up on stage and tried to do... We needed to fill more time before we came on or something like that, yeah. like a band didn't show or something. So we had my buddies do their comedy and then he's like, I'm funny, I'll do comedy. And we're like, okay, I guess. And he just basically starts offending everybody in the crowd. Oh, that's good. Like it wasn't funny, just straight up offensive, you know, picking on my sister, picking on, you know, finds out where she's from, then just calls her Utah all night. And I was like, she's not even from Utah. She's, you just happened to, she said she lived in Utah once. Yeah. But he's like, all right, Utah. Okay, Utah. She thick, she thick. And I'm like, girls don't want to hear that they're thick, man. Nope. And so she just hated him. Like then her friends turned on him and like everyone turned on him. And it might've been the same night too that, uh, Jake Plummer and Pat Tillman came to come see our show. Oh shit. And he didn't know who they were. So he we threw them out. And we what? Were, Yeah, they didn't have ID or something he said. So they were
0: going to ASU at the and moment. So we had time. just
1: heard yeah, they were I mean they I think they had just run won the Rose Bowl or whatever went to the Rose Bowl. Oh. And so we knew who they were. And so I come running out I'm like, "Let them in, let them in." And they're like down the street gone already. And I was like, "Are you stupid?" I was like, you offended the crowd. You don't let in like big name people to my show. And I think that was the night he's like, well, I'm going to be your manager. And that's probably that. I think that was the same night. They're all like, you know, no, no front teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, How can you trust somebody at that point when they've fucking offended your crowd, kicked out some fucking, you know, like, you offended my sister too, on top of like, she's yeah.
1: there with her friends. Like I'm, I'm building, I'm trying to build a clientele and you're smashing it. I don't think he was there after that. There was a different door guy, but he was just the door guy. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he was my manager. <laughs> you know, I had another friend from high school do the same thing. I played a gig just with a cover band at some sports bar. And all of a sudden, like I'm the best one. In the... He's like, you're the best one in the band. You're going on tour. I'm your manager. What? I'm like what? <laughs> Tried to leave him there. Like I was like, all right, I'm just going to escape. And then my buddy who also owned the bar at the time was like, no, you're not leaving me with him. And so he brought him. To my house, and then he ends up in a fist fight and gets his teeth knocked
0: out. Like, oh,
1: yeah, I, dude, I got a million stories. There you go, <laughs> you're missing teeth, and I, then we can't trust you. Mm-hmm. I had so many stories just from high school alone that when I was in the Navy. We'd say the prayer at the end of the night, and then everyone would be like, "Barbara, tell us a story." (laughs) So it was my job to tell a story every night to get everyone to sleep. Probably some of them were a little embellished by then, you know. But like for the most part, they're pretty true. Yeah. And you know, I I, my uncle at one point even was kind of like, you know, you you make stuff up a lot. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, you haven't lived as fun of a life as I have. No. Like I don't. I've seen a lot. Like I'm not making this stuff up.
0: Yeah, and that's why I, I,
1: you know, when I it might be that I'm more observant. So yes. I, so I, I notice it more. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or I don't, I don't walk away from a confrontation or danger like I'm, like kind of like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah. Like, What's going on over here? Yeah. Whereas everyone else would be like, I don't want to know what that's about.
0: Mm-hmm. But you oh, just missed me, out on a good story. Let me go ahead and escape that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like that. Like I'm, I'll run towards it.
1: Like, what's going on over here? So how many
0: fights have you been in?
1: None in a long time, which thankfully. <laughs> Well, you um, got a kid now, so I hope not. Yeah, no, like, I don't think I've been in a fistfight since, probably since the military. Yeah. Maybe one after that. Maybe one after that.
0: Yeah, we're, I'm, fr- you know, Yuma. Yuma's a military-based town. I mean, they got the big Marine base out there, so um, that's a quite a common theme, just um, to have just military personnel go out, drink, have a little bit too much drink. Somebody wanting to test them or them wanting to test themselves. And then.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we got in a lot in the military, mostly with Marines. With the other had, Marines. Well, I was I was Navy. So. Oh, yeah, that's, right, that's they, right. They have like a, a little rivalry in a way. Yeah. Like we're really part of the same team. Like because the
0: SEALs, right? The SEALs are the equivalent to like a Marine. No. Or the SEALs are.
1: SEALs are special forces. Yeah. Marines are basically the foot soldiers of the Navy. Okay. So the Navy is the ships and the helicopters and the air wing. Marines have that stuff, some of that stuff too. But for the most part, we drive them around. Hmm. So that's what their big joke is always. We like you guys. You give us a ride. Oh, okay. you know, and my response always was like, well, I like you too. Cause you go catch the bullets,
2: <laughs> you know, Jesus.
1: more power to you, man. Like <laughs> I'll drive you anywhere you want to go if I don't have to be in that situation. Yeah. So, and I respect the heck out of them. Like, you know, Course. I got some, I'm doing a wedding for one of my good friends from high school. Who's a Marine. Ex marine, and he was a you know fantastic decorated soldier. Mm. You know, fought in major wars, and he's a cool dude. And you know, I respect everything he did. He did way more than I did. Yeah. So when people are like, "Well, we thank you for your service," I'm like, "No, thank <laughs> him, dude." <laughs> I partied in Tijuana. Yeah, but and, somebody, somebody, and I didn't even drive him around. I never <clears throat> even got on a boat.
0: Somebody, you
1: know, um, my joke your was shoes. always, "I didn't join the navy to get on a boat." No. I didn't even join the navy to go swimming. <laughs> I was Air Wing. Airwing, what's that? Just air, like airframes. Like I worked for um, mostly helicopters and the planes, and okay. So I worked in the airframes division, taking in parts basically. I uh, was like a you know secretary that logged in parts.
0: Yeah, you, you were telling me one time that, that you guys were placing orders for a uh,
1: um,
0: what the the handle of like a cupboard or mm-hmm. something like that,
1: and, and what was the bill? It was like ten thousand dollars for a plastic handle it was like the cover of a of a doorway to a fuselage or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like 10,000 and I'm talking to my chief and he's like our job is not to ask questions. I'm like I got to know. Yeah. Why 10,000? He's like it's not our job just place the order. Oh I'm my like but where's the money going? He's like we all have our suspicions. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it is. You, you don't ask questions, you just do.
0: Yeah, the money flows in in wartime. That's that's when a, um i don't know if it's neil degrasse tyson's quote but that's the first time i heard it. it was in one of his books where it's like hey you know if there's wartime that's when um you know nasa can expect more money more funding mm-hmm. just more funding in general and um i think that was the thing that hindered our progress with the um cern hmm. um cern that's i think what's that in switzerland
1: yeah the, the giant reactor thing yeah Yeah.
0: we were building one i think in texas and then desert storm ended and then there goes the funding and Mm -hmm. so we could have discovered uh the jesus particle what's that referred to as um i fucking forget but basically the funding was there during war because it's like hey this this could help out you know um the defense forces all of that and then the
1: war ends and then they're like, well, we can't fund you anymore. Let's, I mean, the job to have in the world would be to own a company that supplies some sort of a product to the military. To the military. Because not only that, the, not only can even you. Even the ashtrays in the officer's <laughs> club, they have to break into three equal pieces. What? If it drops and breaks, it has to break into three. Why? They're like 500 bucks per ashtray. Why? Why does it have to break in three different pieces? I don't, shards of glass? I don't know. I don't what? know. As if we don't own brooms. Like, Oh, so
0: it's easier to clean up, yeah, I guess, yeah, at that so point? so you can just
1: pick up three chunks real quick and throw them away, so there's no extra, like... So they make the glass a specific way, but it's supposedly like 500 bucks per ashtray. <laughs> That's outrageous. Like.
0: Yeah, and not only are you paying on that, but you're also paying on their health care for being smokers. Yeah. Well, e- <laughs> eat. <laughs> um. Fuck, well, what the fuck was I saying earlier? I don't remember. This... Peanut butter whiskey is going to hit me nicely. Yeah. (laughs) You want another shot? I think I do. Babe.
1: I think babe's busy. She's trying to put in work. Dude, she does. (laughs) She puts in
0: work. Sounds like it. I was
1: talking about what she does. Like her title alone was like, I don't know. That sounds too much for me.
0: (laughs) It's, It's fucking a lot.
1: And the rest is for you to chug.
0: <laughs> Give me some ice. And uh, that peanut butter whiskey. That shit is too good. It is way too good. It's like I'm drinking a, um, a Butterfinger or a um, Reese's Blizzard.
1: Wait, uh, what brand is it?
0: Uh, screwball. You got me.
1: Is it, where do you get it? Fries?
0: Um... Yeah, fries. I I got it at Safeway. I'm sure fries. Okay, has so it. yeah,
1: yeah, just a regular grocery store. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not not like total wine or something. But oh, gracias mi amor. Yes, it's too too delicious. A lot like um, fireball, like you were saying, mm-hmm. or any of those like the peach whiskey. The peach whiskey is a little too sweet. Um, what's the other one? Honey. There's the honey mm-hmm. whiskey. That's just dangerous.
1: Yeah. We had a tequila when we were in um, Rocky Point, and I think it was called Grindane. Grindane. And it kind of looks like the Trace Amigos bottle. So it's got like three guys with like sombreros, but it's like more older looking, like 1800s almost. Uh-huh. Um, and it's cinnamon honey almond tequila. Cinnamon almond. Honey. Damn. It's ridiculously good. Yeah. And it's it's... It's super sweet though because it's like fireball. It's like half sugar, really. You yeah. Know, it's not just liquor. Mm. So you are, you are going to be a mess the next day. But yeah. we bought six bottles of it three to drink there. We were there for like three days. So three to drink there. But we figured about a bottle a day and then three to bring home. We finished all six bottles in the first day. <laughs> and Jeez. then everyone was just a disaster after that. Like yeah. we were just sitting in the water. Like we just hung out in the water, you know, just like up to our waist and just passed the bottle around and talked and had a good old time. I don't think you get past, you don't get over that the
0: the the sugar um, I think that's what gets me like if I have um, her Mike's Harders she likes to drink Mike Mike's Harders and I can drink this shit all night be good you know any any mixed drink hard drink but as soon as I have like mm-hmm. like me two of
1: those like I'm hurting the next day that's what I was saying with Fireball like I was grounded after the first night I'm grounding myself from it for life because. It's, it goes down too easy. Yep. And I was pretty much passed out, not passed out, blacked out. <laughs> like I'm not a jerk when I'm blacked out. I don't know. My wife might differ from that, but eh. I, I'm, I, I'm pretty happy. I'm I'm pretty happy guy when I'm drunk. Yeah. So, but that one, like, I don't remember and I don't like not remembering. No. So Who does?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who does? I and mean, that's, that's that's one of the main reasons why some people won't drink because they feel like they're not in control or too quick to lose control of, you know, their inhibitions or the situation.
1: Yeah. One yeah. Of my best friend, Tony partied like crazy from like 16 till I'd say about 33, maybe it's a good run. And then nothing now he got it out. And it's because the last time he did it right around 33, I think right about before I got married, he was drunk, crying, you know telling my wife that you know we were about to get married, so he's like, "Oh, I give him to you and she's like, "What you don't own him <laughs> like yeah, so he he felt really embarrassed about it, I think, and he just so he he'll he'll have like a shot when we do our fantasy football draft mm-hmm. because we make everyone do that, yeah, and then that's it, and maybe one shot during the Super Bowl because we always party for the Super Bowl as well, okay, so that's about it like but he doesn't do any of that anymore. And I understand why. <laughs> yeah.
0: More, more power <laughs> to people that recognize that. I don't know. You know, having that. They can't even have that one. Like, I can't imagine being in that position where I can't even have one sip or taste because it's all downhill from there.
1: Well, I, I thought I was heading there last year when I was being pretty out of control. Like yeah. I was literally drinking like that bottle we were drinking. Yeah. I have right here. I, I would drink a half of that every night fuck yeah every night now i'm skipping nights (laughs) you know (laughs) that's a good move two in a row at least one in a row like i'm not drinking every night and i can't drink that much now when i do drink because i'm not doing it every day but yeah i was bad like i I know it was bad you know i even told my doctor and he's just like wow (laughs) this is pretty impressive yeah how was your hangover and i was like no hangover no and he's like that's not good that means you're too used to it yeah And he's like How about instead of living every day like it's a party, you party on the days when it's time to party, like your birthday or someone's party or Christmas or something like, you know, an occasion party for the for an actual party, not just because it's a day. Yeah, because I was like, you know, today ends in why it's time to party. Yeah, you get
0: home, you're you're stressed out, you want to relax and, you know, who doesn't want to have a sip? Well,
1: and especially when I'm working. I'm watching everyone party around me all night, yeah, you know? it's true, so it makes it a little rough because like you want to, but as a professional, you can't, yes you know, I do not drink when I'm working ever, so i I skip that whole part of it, and I've had people come up to me constantly, especially of groomsmen, like best man like come on DJ, have shots with us, and I'm like I, I can't, yeah, you know I work for the venue just as much as I work for you, so I'm they don't want me to drink like if this is my job, I'll lose my job mm-hmm probably wouldn't but yeah but then you I'm get sloppy
0: yeah you get sloppy and then next thing you know they got complaints well as I found down. out at the bar
1: the other night actually as I have a few shots in me I I'd mix a lot cooler stuff <laughs> like ah, I start okay. thinking back and I'm like oh yeah right. what about Cypress Hill what about this like I start getting back to the 90s and I'm like yeah and then I start DJing like the fun stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I guess you, you start, know. you start over, stop over analyzing like your next choice. And it's just like, that's just flow.
1: Well, especially when you're doing Taco Tuesday with only like 15 people. Like, <laughs> that's through the course of the night switching in and out. Like you're like, there's no crowd really that cares what I'm playing. I'm just gonna play what I want. Yeah. It's a, it's, I got paid to practice. Yeah. It's nice. Like that's all I did. Just practice the whole night. Like, oh, let's try mixing in this genre. Let's let's throw in I don't know, you know, Public Enemy, and let's throw in Billie Eilish just to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and no one's no one cared. Yeah, they weren't even listening probably. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's background music to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know, the just first time I did it, my only dancers was um, the drunk Asian girl who was trying to impress her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then my daughter, who's four, <laughs> and yeah. came came with my wife. And within 25 minutes decided it was too loud. She doesn't like what daddy does and wants to leave. Even though I was playing her songs. But so when I played Umbrella from Rihanna, she yeah. went nuts, you know, because uh, that's her
0: song. Yeah.
1: but Oh, <laughs> yeah. Umbrella.
0: That's circa 2008. Probably around there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Are you going to check that for me? <laughs> it's it's um, a fact checker. I'm going to say it's 2008. Cause I remember playing that being on the radio a lot when I was working at the warehouse job I had, and that was uh, I got laid off from that end of two thousand eight. So, yeah, am I good? Let me see. I'm gonna go ahead and say that was uh, May of two thousand eight. Wow, you're going that. I'm going deep. Wow, I'm gonna say it's right before the summer.
1: How much more can you do that with? Hold on. When did Deftones' White Pony come out?
0: I've never heard the song. It's an album. Oh, you've never heard scene? that album? Probably not. Do they have Changes or uh, Flies or um, yeah, what's the
1: word? Yeah, I think that's on there. Changing the House of Flies. Changing the House of Flies, yeah. I think that's on that album.
0: That would have to be like 98. Passengers on that one. That had to be 98. That's probably about right. Yeah. I'm pretty good when it comes to that, like, pop culture, trivia type of, like, I don't know, like. What it was two 2008? <sighs> That's my Aww. next guess. 2007?
2: Yeah. Um, Try Deftones, White Pony. Ah, you know why? Watch it be
1: 2004, and you're just way off.
0: March, 2007? You know why? Yep. Yeah, because I know uh, I started. I wor- was working with the company. Then they started laying people off, and we moved over to the main warehouse, and that was in 2008. And in 2007 we would have been at the old warehouse where we were listening to that song so that's nice, nice. nice retraction my bad my bad <laughs> my bad again <laughs> yeah. no I, I'm a big I, I like that you know the trivia
1: stuff oh yeah we used to do trivia a lot like every Tuesday was our we had a babysitter and we'd do trivia and
0: yeah that's right you, were, you you actually I mentioned that a, a
1: few times um, mm-hmm. where were you guys going though um so Three different bars, basically. We It just depended on who was, like, hosting it. Mm. Some hosts were not as good. We ended up at this one-and-out Tukey, that one that used to be Hooters. I can't remember the name of it. Tukeys or something, <laughs> which makes, like guess, sense. <laughs> but, yeah, so we would end up there the most. It was really fun. Like, we had a good team. We, we ended up, like, trying to be in the league, but it turns out the league for trivia is, like, bar lushes who just go out every night. Oh. And, like, I only have a sitter on Tuesday. Like, yeah. I can't go out every night, so...
0: So, wait, in the league, you'd have to go out every night? Or? To win,
1: if you wanted to win. Like, if you wanted to win, like, go, oh. in, go into, like, a final. Yeah, because it was Cause they have, like, a state final thing. Accumulation and of all your points, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and then you win money. But it ends up being, like, a thousand bucks. So, like, with the money, you would spend to go <laughs> to do Trivia and Kitties drink and have something and to eat every food. night when you're out. And then you're going to get, you know, way out of shape from eating bar food every night. Like I mean food, you could always order a salad. Bar food's like eating a cupcake. It's like a special treat. You know? Like, yeah. Which I'm just learning. So <laughs> there was a couple years there where then only the vegetables I ate came with my hot wings. <laughs> and I ate hot wings all the time.
0: Hot wings ain't too bad unless they're breaded.
1: But you know But I was eating them seven nights a week. Oh, like, that'll do it. I really like wings. So. Yeah, you can't <laughs> Well, we bake them Fuck it Well, I got one of those um, air, air fryers, fryers. Yep. Hey. I love the air fryer We made uh, jalapeno poppers Tonight
0: Yeah Oh, we should have brought some
1: I should have actually We had extras Do bake s- Bacon wrap jalapeno poppers Ah Tonight's Mi corazón was, Tonight was ceviche And jalapeno poppers Holy shit, what? Good dinner
0: Should have gone over there for dinner
1: <laughs> No <laughs> It was my, first, my wife's first atten- t- Attempt at ceviche and Yeah? It was good it's good. Good job.
0: Cheese Clamato? No. Ooh. Questionable. Everything man. fresh. Questionable.
1: Everything was fresh. What do you mean how many everything was? She made her own Clamato? Her own tomato juice? Well, she just minced them up a little bit in there. She
0: just...
1: I never thought about it with Clamato. I don't know. When I had them in Mexico, they've never been like that with Clamato. Yeah. Do you, wait, hold whole Actually, the, the last time up. I had it in Mexico, I have, to, I have to give a disclaimer on that one. We all got sick. <laughs> <laughs> and it was made in a cooler, and I'm like, "How many days yeah. has that been simmering in that cooler?" Just off some guy, like we were in Rocky Point, just coming back through town, and it was some guy on the side of the road. You had to watch out. We should have paid more attention to that, I guess. But like,
0: did you? I don't think I got. Fucking
1: sick. put ketchup
0: in your cologne, in your no. chip. Okay, that's all that matters. No, if I don't you're put. I don't
1: put ketchup on my fries anymore. Even
0: really, yeah. what do you
1: use? Chipotle sauce Like hot sauce You know
0: Just regular shit Yeah Dude why didn't you come and partake in the The howling challenge I did Why didn't I I had a reason You want to punish your
1: asshole No (laughs) I'm I'm not afraid of that shit Oh yeah You like to punish your asshole huh Speaking of which Hey (laughs) But yeah uh, No I don't know I had some reason I couldn't go I just couldn't go I wanted to go Yeah I didn't really want to go to try it. I wanted to go to watch <laughs> and I did watch it. It was good. It yeah. Funny. Did like, you make it, it to the end where my buddy threw up? Yes. yes. <laughs> and then I made it past that where I'm like, why is Juan standing here talking right next to the throw up? And why doesn't someone put that on the patio? Like, why is it still sitting right there? <laughs> oh yeah. I was sitting in that bucket the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, no one smells that anymore. Cause the wing sauce was probably just killing your uh-huh. nose. It's like, you ruined, I feel, I ruined, ruined like, all your senses. No, I feel like, like ben, ben tied up that because
0: he ended up throwing up. He tied up the bag and then that was he took care of not it. Not on
1: the show though. He did that way after then. No,
0: I don't remember when. I do remember him seeing. All I remember is after
1: that. he did it. Like you were standing right next to it for a while. I'm like, why isn't he throwing that away? It's still there. It's so gross. <laughs> I was I was
0: out of it, dude. At that point, like that <gasps> that um. What fucking sauce was it? It wasn't the bomb. The bomb was pretty bad. Oh, the Magnum. Magnum three fifty seven fucked me up. I was tingling all the way down the sides of my face and my fingers were were numb like if I <laughs> as if they had fallen asleep. And um I couldn't fucking think, dude. And then and then that's when he decided to throw up was right after that. And I was like, Ah, I can't think. It was intense. It was a good time. Yeah, it looked um, fun. I actually ate the leftover wings too, like the next day. Or
1: I saw you brought some to work or something. I brought them to work and then they were and still there. Like they yeah,
0: they were still there, like two days later. I would have tried it. Um, no, some a couple of guys tried it, and one guy was like fucked up
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh gabby ended up trying it at the end and she was passed out if you were on my snapchat i took videos of her oh, i didn't see that no i took videos of her trying it and she was she ended up being like passed out not passed out but just laying down like in pain in the hallway
1: like just like <sighs> just destroying your stomach or what just it was just hot like <laughs> it's like eating mouth it on fire yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> it it's just i mean you know Peppers evolved for us not to find them delicious, in that in that sense they became spicy.
1: We had a buddy in, in uh, just re- I think we were around college time, and he, we went to some one of the local you know like mom mm-hmm. and pop Mexican restaurants around here, mm-hmm. like late at night, ones that were open till late, right after the clubs closed. And my buddy's in there, we just ran into him, and he's like, "I'm um, got no money, I want a burrito so bad," and so I'm like, "Dude, drink the red sauce, the whole bottle." You know, the ketchup bottles full of them? Yeah. Like, drink that whole thing, and you can have it. I'll buy you a burrito. And he did it. And then same thing. Puked. Like, he said for, like, two days, just, like, shit and fire. Oh, (laughs) oh my God. And then I felt bad. I was like, I should have just bought him a burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: but you were young, and he was desperate. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He wasn't always the nicest in the world, so he, he 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 got his comebacks. Yeah. <laughs> His comeuppance. Yeah. It pr- we had we had really, really good times back then. <laughs> it's it's crazy getting older and watching everything just slow down. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm slowing down. That's my hard part. Like I don't want no. to slow down.
0: Well, especially with the kid, you know? Yeah. With, with the child to look after and make sure that they're trying to, you know, live their best life. It's I hate you that term it's it's a bad
1: term, but it's it, it's fitting. Me and my wife make fun of it all the time. We're out here living our best life. Everyone's trying to live their best life. Stupid. Yeah. If you're not, you're just miserable shit. We don't hang out with you anyways. But like, <laughs> it's a silly term. I don't know. Like we're all trying to do that. I think. I would you imagine know? so. <laughs> I would imagine. And then people are like, you know, we're in a car driving, living our best life. No, you're not. You're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're not in like Peru or hanging out at the Machu Picchu or anything. Like You're not doing anything cool. You're driving down I-10. Mm-hmm. That's not your best life. Yeah, no. We do that every day. It's part of commuting. It's just part of getting up.
0: So that's part of the, that, that quote kind of like leads or embodies my, my whole idea. Like, um, you know, people don't care about like their jobs because their jobs are not a career, right? But it's like, to me it's like yeah it's just a job but if you're investing 8 to 10 hours of your day at this place of employment like how do you not take pride in your own work and your own what you do like my lady right now does is not happy with her work and where she's at but fuck what time is it right now and she's on her laptop like handling shit mm-hmm. and doing the best that she can in that term so I don't know when it became cool to not care, but it just to me, it just looks silly on you for wasting your time. Then at that point, it's like, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out.
1: Well, it's always cool to not care until you're homeless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know,
1: Yeah, I always said being in a band like you practically had to be homeless. Yeah. In order to make that lifestyle and that thing happen. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not so much for like popular DJs. You know, like Steve Aoki Sure that guy's never been Close to homeless I don't know I don't think Maybe so. I, From what I hear His parents are rich Like he's uh, he's, got, he's got He just had stuff Kind of handy He just nailed him. it And he just was ha- Well and and You know Remember Will From Guitar Center Yeah Audio He's the sound guy Over at Talking Stick uh-huh. So I did a Corporate event over there um uh, In the middle of summer And it was like You know inside the bigger, not in the main stage, but like in the big arena inside. And it's really cool, especially for like a guy like me, who's like not a big name DJ, but I'm like up there with like, you know, this big stage. I got sound and light guy. Yeah. You know, it's pretty fun. And he's like, you know, it was cool to see you actually sit there and mix songs because Steve Aoki played here a few months ago. And I swear to God, the guy pushed play and danced around, never pushed another button after that didn't DJ anything. Yeah. Just danced around. He, I'm not (coughs) going to lie, he made it. He made the mix. Well,
0: and are you going to blame him if people let him get away with that? That's the thing. Because as as humans. But I do
1: blame the younger generation and the fact that you're. um, What you think is talent is a bit of a joke. Yeah. To someone my age. Like. As far as
0: talent, as far as like, yeah, like executing musically. But talent there's also talent in making sure that everybody's having fun and enjoying their time. So yeah, he's an entertainer. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the key difference Mm -hmm. an entertainer versus an actual artist.
1: Yeah. And as a DJ, that's how I feel. I'm an entertainer there. Yeah. I'm here to MC the event, maybe tell a few jokes, make it fun and funny, you know, play cool songs, make sure I do that. Sometimes I, I'm just a pusher of play. Sometimes I'm mixing. Yeah. Um, rarely do you scratch much at at a wedding. You know, I got like two or three songs I'll scratch on religiously because I know it works there. Yes. You know, and for the most part, I got a facade in front of me, so they don't even see me doing it. They think it's just part of the song. Yeah. Even though it's not like, you know, that part's not in there on that run DMC song, but I'm scratching on it. And then they're just kind of like, Oh, and maybe one guy will be like, Oh, that's the DJ doing it. Yeah. That's it. There's no recognition for that, but I don't care about that. It's for me. You yeah because the you, one fun part From like Can't wait yeah. for that song now <laughs> <But> <laughs> And I that's your Your something.
0: end goal Is to Just make the whole event
1: Go off Yeah You know Without a hitch You want You want the couple leaving Hugging you Thinking this was so amazing My friends say This was the most epic wedding ever That's how I've tried To make every event Like I want them Half crying Yeah Because they thought It was so great And I've had them crying Thinking it was so great So That's That's the good feeling of it I've had some big weddings. I've had tiny weddings, you know, 12 people. Mm-hmm. I've had weddings where um, they were Chinese and most of their family, they were kind of more Americanized, but their family was from China. And there was like, you know, so with dance floor and they're like, oh, no, no. And I'm like, no, like the dance, like, what do you want to hear? And they're like, no. <laughs> just keep playing what we said to play yeah and I'm like but no one's gonna dance and they're like no they don't dance and I was like well my, it's kind of my job to make that happen like and try yeah and so the one couple like, in particular I like, always think of and they were like we'll try and so we started off and they are like just you know try with like a line dance so I tried with Cupid Shuffle or whatever Cha Cha Slide one of them too and we go out there we start to do it me him and her and the crowd's looking at us like we are insane yeah and they just stopped like halfway through he's like nope done. And he's like go back to just light background music. Oh shit. You know, play more Teresa Tang. Just Chinese operatic type music. And uh-huh. I was like okay. That's how you guys get down. They were know. just real reserved. Very stoic. Just yeah. stoic culture. It's just their culture. It's yeah. part of the f- like we were talking about earlier, like the culture, part of it. It's really fun to to learn and see, you know. <clears throat> I thought Cubans had won weddings. They're wild crowd like great even the old people are just crazy good dancers it's just their culture to do it yeah and then i ran into some canadians uh-huh. and from northern canada and right at the beginning of wedding season this year so it was right in february when it got really nice remember how nice our february was this mm-hmm. year and so they had come from like mississauga like way up north in canada. Negative one was the best weather they had in months. <laughs> so they thought this was a tropical paradise and they drank all the alcohol. Yeah. Like no one's ever done that at any of my venues, drank everything. They drank Shit. every bit of liquor, every bit of wine. I think we're down to like a bottle of, of uh, champagne yeah. before they all got cut off. Three people threw up on the dance floor. Like a guy and a Epic. girl gotten in, caught in the bathroom, getting it on. They did not come together so that caused drama between them and the person they did come with that is the last time I actually got hit on cuz that same girl later on came up and asked me if um, I could finish her for money and I was like for money no, I'm married They're like no go yeah. away she started crying she's like is it cuz I'm ugly and I was like no it's cuz I'm married and gross like I don't want to be the second one today like yeah I'm married first Shit. no I'm not touching you and she's like, I'll find someone. I was like, yes, you will. Yeah. Like, yeah you probably will. Oh, yeah.
2: It's numbers you know, game.
1: Take that money and buy some self-respect instead. <laughs> <laughs> Sad of you. Yeah. So Canadians win weddings. Really? Out. So far. We'll see. That could change again. But Cubans were just like awesome. They were just such a great fun. Like, I love the Latin crowds because they get down. Yeah. You know, black crowds usually just get down. Mm-hmm. You know, white crowds hit and miss. Uh, like, middle eastern crowds, they get down. It's it's just different music. Yeah, you know, ah, baby, and they, but they're all they're still getting down. Like, yes, you'll have a packed ass dance floor. So th- that's what I live for as a DJ is the packed part of the dance floor. Like,
0: yeah, and Michael Jackson always makes that happen, huh? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no, no. Are you just saying that because like <laughs> socially no, just, or
1: no, not even that because. I will still play his stuff. Yeah, I can separate the man from what he might have done. No one can prove that. R. Kelly's a different story. People are starting to say no to to R. Kelly. And even still, like R. Kelly didn't have nearly the amount of hits as Michael Jackson did.
2: Mm -hmm. And I can still
1: separate. He had, I would say, about three really good songs. You have to, and and people, it's
0: it's hard, and I get it, but you have to separate the artist from the actual
1: person. The problem with R. Kelly is I can't separate the artist from the Dave Chappelle version of the artist. <laughs> and so I can't oh yeah, not P-O-U. play that song. Yeah, drip, drip, drip. drip. <laughs> <laughs> he made my life
0: so complete when I turn your face into a toilet seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Dude, every time I play it now, that's all I'm singing in the back of my head. Yeah. And people like, like, probably look at me like, why is he smiling so hard? That's all I can think of, man. <laughs> Thanks, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you didn't ruin the song; you <coughs> just made it better for me. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. So, like, people are like, there was a big thing on Facebook with the DJs lately about that. Like, you know, we're people are asking us not to play him anymore. No one's ever asked me not to play him. I've only had one couple probably say, "Don't play R. Kelly," you know. Mm-hmm. But he was—he's been proven also to be a bad person, but I can separate the artist from their their the personal art. life. Yeah. So the songs will stand the test of time. What he did is a horrible thing. And he'll, of course, hopefully he's punished for it. If Michael Jackson <sighs> did those things, we'll never know. Never got convicted and he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. But he had way more hits. It's hard to not play him. Mm hmm. You
0: know. Way more hits. And I think they, the, the songs themselves like his whole catalog had a greater impact
1: yeah what song is better than thriller as an overall like it's a long the beat is amazing like it makes you want to dance immediately when you start hearing the beat as soon as you hear the begin like wow wow yeah and you're already like waiting for that Beat it, same way. Do, 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 do. You just you. As soon as you hear that, your head starts to bob. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't not dance to it. Usher, yeah, is one of those songs. It is. Danny, it, and your head starts to bob. Still, yep, still. So there's there's lots of songs like that. Fucking Run DMC. It's tricky. Mm-hmm.
0: I White them. girls.
1: Everybody. Everybody, like the second, I all they have to hear is... No, because of the s- movie White Girls. S- 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 oh, maybe, but I've never even <laughs> seen that. I mean, I grew up with that music. I was, you know, I watched the first day of MTV. I was able to be, my had cable. I was able to watch the very first day of MTV when, when it first came on Video air. Killed the Radio star mm-hmm. So I was able to sit there and watch that stuff. And I was a little kid. I was probably seven, six years old. But I've always been into music like that. Like my yeah. dad, my dad was a guitar player. He was very good. He's very. He's still a very good guitar player. Um, so
0: he's a mechanical engineer and a guitar player.
1: No, he's a, a chemist okay. and a
0: geologist.
1: That's 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 a little bit different though because he's you would mostly think mostly a geologist, but he, he yeah. ran a, a, an environmental chemistry company for a long time doing testing for like so if you build a house, um, he would test the soils to make sure there's wasn't a gas station here before that's yeah. going to screw you guys up or, you know, we tested soil, water, and vapor. So I worked for that company for a little while. That was probably the second longest job of a job I've ever had, because my dad ran a good company. Like yeah. I don't. I don't even feel like I was biased because it was my dad. Like everybody that worked for him liked it. They liked him. I don't think they were lying to me. <laughs> like. Yeah. So. It was a pretty fun time. Um, working there. I just find that interesting because you would think of somebody
0: that's like in that field, like they're super like. You know, one frame of mind, whereas playing music is more along the lines of being a creative individual. So they don't, a lot of times they don't mesh. So that's interesting to me to find out that he was that. So what I found,
1: especially with people like my dad likes a lot of like jammy type bands, Uh huh. Um, not exactly jam bands. And he's not really a hippie because he's not like a pot smoker or anything like that. I don't know if he used to be maybe when he was young. We haven't really talked about that too much But I don't, I don't think so If he did he maybe dabbled mm-hmm. He didn't like do it all the time like mm-hmm. I, I I, smoked it a lot I'm, you know, I got a medical card still <laughs> That won't stop But uh, I think he I, I see people like that With that kind of a brain Especially Like my buddies um, In some other jam bands They're almost all engineers Like That kind of a brain Can handle that long jam <laughs> you know we were talking yeah. about that earlier like they can handle the length of a 25 minute solo mm-hmm. because they can they can follow the flow of it just like following the flow of a diagnostic thing and watching yeah. a whole computer be built and you know I got a friend who's he's crazy and he's 60 something years old and he's uh, he's top security clearance in the country like he is up there I think he works for like Honeywell or something like that He's okay. like, a, he's a rocket scientist. Yeah. And then when you see him at a festival, just, <laughs> just absorbing anything he can get in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what happened to this guy? I don't want to say his name because I don't want to incriminate him, but <laughs> I, we went on a, on a, on a tour with his band and we ended up at the High Sierra Festival up in Northern California. And at one point I ran into him later on and I'm like, what are you on? And he's like, all of it. I took all of it. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! Dude. And
0: everything bagel.
1: Yeah, and I was like, that was the end of the tour, so I was already kind of done, like drinking. Like the first two nights, we got that out of our system. I yeah. felt like so, and and I had stopped already by that point doing anything else. So I got to that point of the thing, and I probably just smoked a joint or two and had a couple beers. And he's just on every drug possible. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell did you do, man? And he's a disaster He's just laughing Like drooling He looked at it Like he was in bliss Yeah But like Man you're 60 yeah. something years old How doing did you everything. How did you get top security clearance And how do you keep it You know I got thrown out of the military <laughs> Like
0: That's the secret
1: I guess I should have taken more stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> You gotta expand Expand the mind Which is something I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm aiming to do you know, sooner rather rather than later. Expand the mind with some, you know, help. What help? You know, LSD. You've mushrooms. never done that? Uh, I did, I think, half or a quarter. Like, a few... Well, almost a year ago now, oh, maybe.
1: A half or a quarter... Of LSD, just a, a tab. Yeah, a little oh, tab. Oh, you didn't do it. Then. Nothing. No, no. It you was enough to like LSD. see like
0: the colors pop and like I was feeling good, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like an actual um, trip necessarily. Um, but I I want to do that. I kind of want to do it like guided. No, you yeah. know,
1: it's if you're gonna do that your first time, you should have someone that knows what they're doing to help you.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And it's you don't really need the help that much. It's more just like. To stop you from hyper focusing on something because yeah. that's what'll happen. Like you'll you'll decide to look inside your washing machine, and then all of a sudden your head's in there, and you're just like, whoa! Like you can't help it, you can't stop looking in there. And someone will be like, "Hey, man!" And you just you have to pop out of it. Yeah. And they're like, "Go do this now!" And you have to just—it's an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I used to like that stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm a, I'm a, a big proponent bit. of you know being. You know, thinking about that, like when a lot of people tried it, they might have been too young and weren't ready for that experience.
1: I think I tried it when I was like 16 my first time. Yeah.
0: I feel like that's A, too young, and you're just doing it just to get high or just to get that thing instead of like. It's
1: not going to change the experience you're going to have that first time,
2: though.
1: Yeah, I can. I I would actually think it would be a little more scary now. Now? With. Children and things Like You might be thinking about That stuff too much Ah. Whereas back then I mean my only Fear was that I wouldn't make it To wrestling practice (laughs) So Or I didn't go to school Like who cares Yeah You know For a day I did a lot of that (laughs) And then I've tried Like mushrooms was fun Yeah You know I don't do any of that anymore I might If I was in the right setting I might try mushrooms again Mm -hmm. But I don't think I really would uh, I don't know. Maybe if I was at like a three-day music festival and just no responsibilities, but <laughs> like I'll, I'll never like I'm saying now, like now that I have a child. Well, yeah, I'll always know that I have that responsibility in the back of my head. Yeah,
0: the were those, the drugs or the trip in itself lasts, you know, a handful of hours. So yep. that, that's one of the issues on it, like where you can well, have one drink and be fine. You, you can, can have a handful of hours, but heart.
1: you have so much fun sometimes. Then all of a sudden you take more. <laughs> and then those handful of hours becomes like overnight, all my, day. Like my
0: <laughs> coworker told me a story of when he took mushrooms. Um I guess the VCR died at that same time. So that the time never changed.
2: Oh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he's fucking high as fuck, <laughs> and he's looking at this VC, VCR, and the time has been fucking like twelve oh three. Oh yeah, for fucking like thirty minutes, and he's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, we were
1: up at my friend's cabin, and we made tea, mushroom tea, and uh, we did the same. We were outside, and it was kind of cold, but we were doing the same thing, kind of like acting like rednecks, but like the therm the, the thermometer, and we were like, "Looks like it's broken. Yeah. Shit ain't moving." <laughs> and it, it was just the same temperature And so like maybe it runs on satellite And we just come in like we did this whole sk- It went on for an, like half an hour Everyone's dying laughing And then finally this one friend of ours comes out And he's like well let me videotape it Do it over I'm like we can't recreate that stupid. Yeah Like where were you Yeah Like well we were really funny Yeah exactly Because <laughs> everyone was just dying <sighs> it went on forever Dude that's how it Well it's going to take about four weeks to get the parts Yeah and we just went going on for a long time Like we were trying to fix this stupid thermometer and it was just the same temperature. That's that's <laughs> how I. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: that's how I felt about that. The podcast I told you with my buddy JD, where it was just so good. Like we started out, you know, talking shit about Trump, and then moving into like I almost um, wore my impeach shirt. <laughs> This other shit and then I had a slip up where I said Aryan flu instead of avian flu and then there was that and then we start I started beatboxing, he started freestyling like about mayonnaise. Because <laughs> we were talking about like writing jingles and how he would never do that. But then I just put him on the spot and started beatboxing he started writing a jingle about
1: mayonnaise. And then now all of a sudden he could do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then and then after we're done recording I play it back and realize that there was like a fucking issue with it. And it's like, fuck. Was, and, and in my mind, I'm like, let's think up again. Let's set up this podcast again. But we'll never recreate that.
1: Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, that's where they screwed up with the mushroom thing. Like, Yeah. Just should have started recording the second we started talking. Mm-hmm. Do it again. I'm, I don't even remember. What, I'm on mushrooms, dude. I can't remember what happened. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on a new thing now. Don't worry about it. Park we're gonna go, go. We're gonna go tontoing through the Tonto Forest. <laughs> I remember that night. He's tontoing through the forest. Tonto, that's up which was Julie really just Prescott. like skipping arm in arm like idiots like through the forest. No, <laughs> in were, pretty much like a were you guys up north? Cabin resident. Yeah, it was like up in yeah Prescott, Strawberry. I think we were like. at uh, yeah right by there, a little further east. What's that other place called? Anyways, my buddy had a cabin up there for a while, and it was a lot of fun. And then we found his dad's porn, which was pretty fun. And he got all pissed. <laughs> my dad, don't, don't watch that. <laughs> Why not? It's here. Why not? He had an awesome pinball machine that we'd play for hours. like The Jungle Queen, I think it was called, from the 70s. Uh-huh. That was pretty fun, especially if you were on something something psychedelic. I remember my friends going to yeah. Tontoing at one point, and I stayed home and watched Class of Nukem High. I don't know if you've probably probably never seen that. It's an old, Uh, probably early 80s movie, maybe mid-80s. Just a weird, strange movie anyways. And then I was on Mushrooms. And then halfway through, they were gone for a long time. And um, I was like, what is that sound outside? And I go outside and my buddy Joey's just like out there in his underwear shooting beer cans in the front (laughs) yard with with a BB gun or something. Like, what are you doing? It's like 26 degrees outside. Get your ass inside. Yeah. And then I go back inside, watching the movie again, and I was dead certain that my friends were hiding behind the the wood-burning stove, which there was probably that much space behind there, but from my perspective, I was like, someone's back there, and they're trying to get me. So it's like freaking out. Then all of a sudden, they just come barging through the door, and they're just laughing, telling me this story about how they got stuck in a ditch. Like, they bottomed out their car, so that they were stuck like bumper to bumper in under in some old guy that was delivering newspapers came and pulled them out. <laughs> Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got lots of good stories. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had to hear some of them sometime soon man we'll have to do this again
1: yeah if you want to do it again I'm down this is fun yeah this it's is great fun.
0: it was great to talk I was to nervous you. when it
1: started and it's like basically we just sit here and talk so. you just sit here and bullshit man yeah, and it's nothing fun nothing different than we would have done if we went
0: to a bar exactly <laughs> and you know hopefully some people find some information in it some people find it funny and we'll go from there but uh, this is I tell people in the sense I'm like this is a little selfish I feel a little selfish in doing these because it's it's In essence, for myself, but because I find so much value in speaking to so many different people that I can, you know, put it down record it and, you know, share that with other people. And hopefully it it impacts them and, you know, they analyze their life a little bit differently and maybe they become better because of it. That's that's the
1: end goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like it. I think you're good at it. Oh, thanks, man. Like, I was the the one, especially with your friend that's a tattoo artist. Yeah. I was like, man, he's really good at asking questions. Like, he's he's <laughs> actually an interviewer. And that's why that I'm like, weird. man, I'm getting interviewed tonight. It feels weird. Yeah. It can throw people on the but spot. But it didn't feel like that once we were doing it. Like, no, it just felt like we were just chatting.
0: Yeah. So, and I reached out to people and am like, hey, I,
1: I would like to have you on
0: the podcast. I'm like, well, what's it about? And I'm like, you. Like, that's it. Like, let's just talk about, you know, what has made you become who you are and
1: that that's it yeah that's why i was like I was, before i left i'm getting reprimanded like you better not talk about this i'm just like i don't know what we're gonna talk about at all i have no clue if he has questions prepared or what like yeah i feel like most of the ones i've seen he just talks to people yeah it's so, it. just chatting with his friends
0: it's exactly what it is it's, i want to make people as comfortable as possible and let them lo- let loose and talk about whatever they want to talk about before like, we, this i never get...
1: really even been into podcasts so like since yeah. you said that i was just like as soon as you said that i was like watching joe rogan watching a couple other ones i've been watching well fantasy footballers i watched that because because of fantasy football yeah of and course their local arizona group and then i was the start of watching yours because i'm like i gotta kind of see what he's doing yeah you know and i'm <laughs> like this is fun this is cool like it's i don't know why i never got into him
0: yeah it took me a while too like i saw i saw a bunch of those podcasts for a minute and then i finally you know jumped on them and and to me it's it's all about the guests i learned so much like i'm um, um I watch Rogan's podcast religiously but it's not necessarily for just him it's who he has on so that's that's kind of like where I'm like let me get you know interesting people that have like these crazy backgrounds and you know are doing these you know entrepreneurial stuff or just something like that that can you know shed some light on a different angle that we haven't seen and I was thinking about that so.
1: for you even like um Three people I can think of just from our past that would be interesting people for you to interview would be Mauricio. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Lobo. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Darren.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've been thinking about getting Darren on for sure, just because
1: of his experiences lately. Yeah. And then uh, Nick Conti would be kind of interesting, just due to what his job is. Like that's a fun ass job. Yeah.
0: Whether he can he can disclose information on that or not, for sure. Well, Darren,
1: I'm sure he could at least do it lightly. He could just say yeah. that place or you know, <laughs> whatever.
0: But yeah. Darren has been a good one because, um, I've been thinking about like all these different angles on, you know, just, you know, getting people involved in something to better themselves. But I've been thinking about getting Darren on, on like, I have this idea, um, for a campaign about, um, you know, giving up bad habits or like old, your old you and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. it's called, um, uh, chalk it up or lined in chalk. (laughs) I was listening to Gangster's Paradise by, uh, you know, Coolio. And that kind of gave me the idea where he's like, uh, he has that line where it's like, you'll, you'll be lined in chalk. And I was just like, yeah, lined in chalk. Like you're, you're dead. You're done. And then I was just thinking about like your old habits. Like you've kind of cut back on your drinking. Like Mm. that's something that could be lined in chalk. Like
1: that's the old. I think at one point when we were working together, I was like 242 pounds no yeah i got fat <laughs> like was a little bowling ball yeah like no one at five foot seven should be 242 pounds unless you're a running back in the nfl <laughs> and even then at five foot seven you should probably be weighing more like 225 and just be a little rock mm-hmm. and i you know i was you know 242
0: you yeah, could just was... Rolled me down
1: the street <laughs> <laughs> jesus i was 250 and i'm six foot so i felt even like that was huge yeah, and I remember you being about there too. Like we mm-hmm. both kind of got chubby there. Yeah, you know why? Because you don't make much money, so you eat like crap. <laughs>
0: hey, you eat like crap, the and you cheap get comfortable. Food is not good and, for you. Well, I I, I wasn't. Oh yeah, I was eating like crap for sure. Because I, I do attribute, attribute at least eighty to eighty five percent of my weight loss to diet. Mm. So yeah, there is that for sure. And people will say like, eat, like oh, that's expensive or eating good is expensive. But it's like, if you're going to invest in something, invest in yourself in your body. and invest in your health. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I still have my nights where I'm bad and drink, you know, some stuff. But like, well, you have to. You I'm, have to. I'm trying. I really, my biggest thing is I need to quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. know I need to do it. Yeah. I'm trying to do it. I keep, I bought one of those pens, the vapor pens. Yeah. I'm worried about that because I don't really know if that's much better. It's not regulated very well. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. But mine won't work. It just keeps leaking. Uh, The Battery breaks. I've spent 160 bucks on this stupid thing, not even including the juice for it. And it still won't work for me, right? mm -hmm. And everyone else I know is just like, oh, no, mine works fine. (laughs) Just giant puff of cloud of coming out. I'm like, I can't make mine do anything. Just battery high. I'm like, what? it won't work. So I've tried to make that switch. It's just, I think I have to just throw that one away and chalk that up as a loss and get a new one. Yeah. You can <laughs> one do that, that works. For sure. So I'm trying to make that happen. <clears throat> I've been going to the gym. I've been working out. I got a personal trainer at EOS fitness. So oh, like, nice. Uh, oh, EOS. There's one
0: on the corner here. You like them? they have been doing good. I mean, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah.
1: The personal trainers are pretty, I've had two different ones now. The new guy I like better already. Yeah. The other guy was cool. Nothing wrong with him. He just did different things. This new guy's kind of more like my alley more. He's just like, why weren't you doing this? And you were only doing rows? And I'm like, yeah, he's kind of wondering that, too. Like, it was good. I was getting stronger from it. But I'm trying to rehab my shoulder. I had had a rotator cuff surgery in last November. Oh, do yoga. And so yoga is a good idea. I saw the thing, something you put on there the other day about um, phase ones or something. Some guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy, he does power yoga. But just yoga in general. I had the epiphany that. Um, well, I figured
1: it, I'll just try that, and if yeah. there's something I can't do, I just skip that part. Yeah, well, you
0: you do it there's version. advanced movements and there's whatnot, but like I was I've been going to physical training, physical therapy for my ankles, and yeah, uh, same today place I went. Looks yeah, like. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You commented yeah. on that. Yeah, that you went, you went there. So like today, I told her I was like, yo, I think I'm I'm good. Like I gained enough knowledge. Like I can take this here from here, and um, I'm just like looking around, and I'm like all these people in here are just doing yoga moves and positions and holds. Like if you just do yoga that can, it's not going to guarantee that you're not going to get hurt or you're not going to need physical therapy, but it just makes your chances of needing that less and your chances of recovery
1: better. Yeah.
0: So Mm -hmm. I just, yoga is just great, man.
1: Most of mine was not yoga based was more towards the end. It was like just, you know, sitting there doing push-up, put your arm out, push-up, put your arm out. Uh-huh. Um, things like that. But most of it was more resistance band training, trying okay. to re-strengthen that area. Yes. So that was most of mine. And I bought all those bands. So I do that stuff at home. I do my stretches at home. And then now I'm going to the gym to try to get just stronger. Yeah, you know, like I got push weight around. I would love to get back into jiu-jitsu. Mm. I really want to get back into jiu-jitsu. And I, I, even today, after doing this, he gave me this new exercise, and it was just a push thing. And immediately when I started to do it, I'm like, it was only 30 pounds. And I used to be strong. So I'm just like, I feel like a sissy, but I'm like, I started doing it. I'm like, I can't, I can't. We got to drop it to 20. Yeah. Like immediately, as soon as it wasn't two arms doing it, I could feel it. And I was like, that's not good for that arm right now. Yeah. So I'm still not there yet. And I'm glad I did not start because they called me again the other day. The the gym I like to go to, I want to go to. And they're like, you ready to start? I'm like, not yet. Sorry. (laughs) I don't feel like it, and then today I was like proved I was not ready. Like I'm yeah. glad because I don't want to get arm barred and break it right away again.
0: No, well that's all I'm
1: scared. I'm scared about. And I want to like, lose more weight because at my weight, I'm gonna be fighting some big dudes. Exactly you know? that.
0: Um, and like I've been, I've been wanting to do, you know, jump on jujitsu because I have a few buddies. Obviously, we know Billy, and then um, my other buddy Ed does it, and my other buddy Ben I think just started doing it. So he's been trying to get me into it, but. Like I'm scared, like they're gonna start attacking my ankles. But as soon as they start attacking my ankles, I'm a tap. Like, I'm not exactly like dude, risking. We're it.
1: old enough, like, we're yeah. not trying to get in a ring, we're not trying to get in the cage. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to learn those types of moves. Like, I want to yeah. know it just enough to defend myself if I needed yep. it. I'm not out there trying to start fights. I'm mm-hmm. not out there, you know, like, I don't care about that anymore. So, even when I was in fights, I never really started one, I always just finished one. Yeah, like, people would screw with someone of my friends usually. And I'd end up having to finish the fight or my friends would start the fight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then you'd have to, because they knew you were there. So they're like, "Eh, I can start it. Damien can finish it.
1: Yeah. I got one buddy, especially we go to Scottsdale all the time and you always try to pick a fight with like five big dudes. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? You're here. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not fighting those guys. Yeah. (laughs) There's five of them. No. And two of those guys could probably beat me up at the same time. Like I know my limits. I'm a, I'm a decent enough fighter, but I'm not going to beat up five guys. once oh no and especially at their size are you crazy so like if this starts i'm leaving and you're fighting (laughs) (laughs) he would do it while we're driving even just back from scottsdale like screw you some guys you know five dudes in a big old pickup truck just screaming at him like in my stupid chevy cavalier like oh my god stop stop (laughs) yeah test himself (laughs) he was trying to test me
0: Oh, uh, all right, dude. Well, I got to call it, man. It's been good talking to you. We got to do this again ASAP. Yeah, and, I got to uh,
1: I, I could tell you every story from the military and <laughs> from every night at boot camp and make it.
0: Phone. Yeah, well, I'll do it again sometime soon. Um, if someone is interested in seeing your work or possibly booking you for a party
1: or a wedding or something like that, where should they go? Uh, www.belovedentertainment.com. Beloved is spelled weird though. It's B-E-L-U-V-I-D. Okay. Beloved. I like it. Yeah. There's another guy on the East Coast that had the same type of name. And I was just like, I don't want to think people think I'm him. Yeah. You know, there's other DJ Damien's out there, so I can't be them. That's true. So I tried that. And there's already another guy that gets my emails and he's pissed. <laughs> 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 I love it when he contacts me and he's like, stop studying my, your shit. It's not me. It's my bride and grooms and they don't know better. They forgot to put my number at the end. Yeah. So whatever. Like, well, if they do it again, I'm going to post it on Facebook. Okay. You know, More publicity. Way to advertise their wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anyone. So yeah, there. Um, mostly I work for a specific venue and I don't really yeah. want to name drop them because sometimes, okay. sometimes we switch them off. But yeah. Um, yeah. Belovedentertainment.com. Perfect. DJ Damien, DJ Beloved. All right, guys.
0: Well, thanks for tuning in and uh, hope you enjoyed this latest episode and uh, book DJ Damien for your next wedding. Do you
1: want your wedding to be awesome?
0: Yeah. Then you need me. (laughs) All right. All right. Peace. Later.